Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to On a Hill. It's been a while, but we are back and better than ever. Are we better than ever? Yes. Okay. So, we just got home from the Impractical Jokers cruise number four. Four. Yes. So, we got back home from Miami at like yesterday morning, technically, like midnight. Uh, We were back home, and today is Sunday, so um, the cruise ended on Friday. We were in the airport literally all day on Friday, and then had a really, really, really late night flight. It was a perfect Valentine's Day. Yes, it was wonderful. Spending it at the Miami International Airport was fantastic, let me tell you. But we decided to hop on here today to share with you guys some of the highlights of our trip um, of the cruise, of course, just telling you guys about some of the really awesome times that we had, sharing with you guys what our experience was like, and all of the goodness that we had on the cruise. And of course, we will be having a video up about this very soon, so be sure to be on the lookout for that on yes. me and Chandler's YouTube channel, which is Michelle and Chandler. We will be posting a review video, and um, we will also be vlogs. posting, yes, all of the vlogs, and then of course, on my personal channel, Michelle Montforto, I will be posting a bunch of videos about the cruise as well. So subscribe to both of those channels so that you guys are the first to know of when those videos are posted. But for today, like we said, we are just going to be talking to you guys about the cruise a little bit more, and we hope that you guys are interested in hearing all about it. I mean, if you guys followed us last year for our cruise videos, um, it's pretty much the same with all the shows and everything that goes on. Um, so a lot of the stuff's going to maybe sound a little familiar, but you know, just different people and different bits and all that going on. Yeah. So they had a bunch of shows and stuff as was the same as last year, like Chandler said. So of course they had a lot of bands and comedy showcases. Bands. Why do you say bands? that? Bands. Oh, a lot of bands. I didn't say it like that. So a lot of bands. I did not. I said they had a lot of bands. <laughs> a lot of bands. <laughs> I don't bands. know. That's all. The, that's what the word is. It's bands. They had a lot of bands. And I'm the one to speak. And comedy showcases. It's just that the comedy showcases were different, different comedians. Some of the same, but different. Um, was there some of the same? Well, the tour openers are always the same, but yeah. Um, I think all the showcase. Well, we didn't even go to any of the showcases, but I think all the showcases were different. Yeah, I think for the most part. Because even they like were. even the showcases like. Like last year, they had like J.F. Harris in one of the showcases and mm. stuff. But I, don't know if, I think he was just with the tour openers. Yeah, so just a bunch of different comedians and all of that kind of good stuff. But, of course, we did want to talk about some of our favorite shows so that we can share all of that with you guys and what our favorite parts of the shows and all that were. So, Did you, did you want to talk about you know our favorite guys, though, first? Who are our favorite guys? Uh, you tell me. Um, the Bork Chaps? The pork chops, <laughs> the, the pickle loins, the tenderloins. Sorry. Of course, that was a really stupid joke. I really wish I didn't that, say that. That was really like not <laughs> your best one. Um. Yes, the tenderloins. So Sal, Q, Joe, and Mur. Of course, who are on the show Impractical Jokers, which of course were the stars of the cruise. So they were, of course, there, obviously. They had their own show, the Tenderloins show, which was the second night of the cruise. So that was Tuesday night. They showed us some little clips of one of their old shows, which was called Joker's Wild. And they showed some things that never made air, all of that kind of stuff. Just kind of joked around with each other, all of that. We saw some new stuff for the movie, which is going to be coming out. So make sure that you guys are there when the movie opens. It opens February 21st. So make sure you guys get your tickets now because that movie is going to be absolutely incredible. If you guys like the show, you're probably going to love the movie. So, I mean, obviously I haven't seen the movie yet, but I do recommend being sure to go and get your tickets for the movie because I'm sure it's going to be absolutely incredible. The first day of the cruise... We got to meet Sal, Murr, and Joe. 
So all right outside within the first few hours of being on the cruise, we got to meet all three of them, which was absolutely incredible. Unfortunately, yeah. we did not get to meet Q this time, yeah, but and that's the, okay. And the thing, we met Q last year, but the thing is, like with this cruise, um, the guys are so accessible, so um, it's really easy to meet them. Um, it's funny because we had we had, we have a couple people, not that we know, but but say that they didn't like the cruise because they were, they stayed to the opposite. They they weren't accessible. But we had a very different experience, at least the last two years, because um, we met. Well, we we didn't meet Mer last year, but we did meet Mer. We, we didn't get a picture. We didn't get a picture with Mer. Um, that was because we just chose not to yeah. ask him for a picture. And yeah, they're they're. I mean, in my opinion, in our opinion, they're very accessible, and um, I mean, they know how much money people pay for this. And I mean, like I said, we had a lot of different experiences than other people had. Um, but I mean, it was only a couple people that said something. But in, in my opinion, they're very accessible and it's worth going on the cruise. Even even if you're not, I don't think you should go on the cruise to expect to meet them, um, because it's not you're not going on the cruise to meet them. I feel like you're going on the cruise to just be around them and um, go to the shows and see all the people they bring on the shows. And in my opinion, it's not about going there just to meet them. I'm not paying. I I could go to a uh, one of the shows and meet them for a lot less money than than the crew. So in my opinion, it's not about going to meet them. It's about kind of just for the whole experience. It's a bonus to meet them. But just when when people ask us, you know, what what to expect, I, I just say expect to go in and just just have fun and enjoy the experience. And don't if you don't meet them, you, there's going to be a time you meet them. So, I mean, don't worry about it if you don't meet them. Um, but, they, but, but the thing is you have to be open to meet them, I guess, kind of, because a lot of the times when you're going to meet them is going to be at, like, nighttime. Um, when they have karaoke going on and stuff, um, that's when they're more accessible. Um, because they're so busy with their schedule, um, they have so many things going on. They jump from one event to the next, so it's not like they can hang out and and take pictures with people. Um, but I mean, I don't think we ever met them at night, just the last night. But um, in my opinion, they're very accessible to meet. You just said, wait. You said that you think meeting them at night is the best time, but you just said we didn't meet them at night. Is that what you said? Well, we met. No, nah, I said we met them. We met. Like Mer and Joe, at night that last night. I feel like what Chandler's saying is they hang out more at night. Like they hang, yeah. Like they're kind of just like there. Like the first night, which we'll talk a little bit more about and stuff with karaoke. Like Sal literally came out into the crowd and was just dancing with like a group of us, like and, and during the, karaoke, yeah, like literally last, on the floor, which you'll see in the vlogs. But with Joey Fatone, he was out. Yeah, there. Joey Fatone was out there dancing with us, like literally right next to me, and three last, feet away from me. And dancing. The last night, Mer and. Um, Joe came out. Yeah, they came she out was, and were dancing. dancing and everything out in the crowd um, after karaoke on the last night. So that was really cool. But my recommendation, if you are trying to meet them on the cruise, the first day I feel like is always a really good time to try and meet them, like right after the sail away shot and that little kind of like introduction that they do in the beginning. Usually Mer and Joe will go right out into the crowd and start taking pictures with people and also, uh, not Mer, Sal this year did come out as well. Last year he didn't from what I experienced, but this year he did come out into the crowd and start taking photos with people right you know, in that first few hours of being on the cruise. So that's when we met the three of them right off the bat. Literally within the first few hours of being on the cruise, we were able to meet them, which was so awesome. And I, mean, I was super appreciative of that. Yeah, and then we met, you met Joe another time, another yeah. day, and then we met Mer like 10 times. <laughs> yeah, Mer was definitely the most accessible, I would say, but I think that's just because he, I, I think he, he makes it his personal mission to make sure that he gets to meet everyone. And we met Sal like three times. Yeah. Um, the thing with was Mer is, Mer made it a mission to take a, a selfie with every person on the ship. And he, he announced it, and he would go through the crowds and announce it. And he would he, – he, we'd seen him multiple times just in the hallway say, did I take a picture with everyone? And, you know, that's pretty cool because he's he's making sure – he's pretty much saying, <laughs> he's pretty much saying if you don't get a picture, it's, it's your fault. Because <laughs> right. he made himself very accessible to everyone. Yeah, um, and I keep saying I think that that's smart on his part too because it makes – him. Right, it makes people feel like they – can give him his space. They don't feel the need to bombard him or rush up to him whenever they see him because he makes sure to say, hey, look, I'm taking a picture with every single one of you guys, you know? So it's kind of smart on his end because people 
can give him his space because they're like, oh, it's Murr again. Like, literally, I've, I saw him so many times throughout the cruise that I was just like, oh, it's Murr again. Okay, I don't need to go ask him for another picture. Like, he's there. He is always there, so it's fine. Um, but, yeah, I think that it was really cool because, um, you know, like I said, we didn't get to meet Q this time, but... You know, that's totally fine. We watched him play poker. We were kind yeah. of close to him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We um, were a couple feet away from him watching him play poker and all of that. You know, of course, he was there during, like, a lot of the shows and stuff. So he was always there, too. So we got to be around him and see him and, you know, all of that. But um, unfortunately, we just didn't, like, get to one-on-one interact with him this time or get a photo with him. But that's okay. We were we wanted to get the beer tasting tickets um for this cruise they had like individual tickets that you could buy separately for his beer tasting rnh beer which definitely go out and try so yeah he, he has three different kinds he has uh one called pilsner which is personally my favorite and then he has one called amber and one called ipa yes and we brought the ipa can home as a souvenir we we're hoping it didn't get crushed but it so, but it didn't. Yes, it, it didn't did get crushed. Not. We did were not. good. <laughs> so um, yeah, but but yes, go out and try his um, his craft beer. It's very delicious, as Sal said. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we uh, did not get tickets for that. They were sold out by the time we tried to get tickets for his beer tasting. Um, that's where I saw most people being able to like take photos with him, and also during the flip cup competition. Um, I know that he was taking photos with people there as well. But um, we were not either of those events, so unfortunately we did not get a photo with him this time, but that's totally okay. But to kind of circle back to what Chandler was saying about people saying that they didn't really enjoy themselves or have a good time because they didn't get to meet the guys, I just really think that you have to make yourself accessible as well. Like even though the guys are saying that they're accessible, they're not going to well, except Murr, just come up to people and start taking pictures with you. You know, you have to be where they're going to be. And I know that you may not always know where the guys are going to be, but if you listen to what they're going to be saying, a lot of times in one show, they'll tell you like if they're going to be at the next event or whatever it might be. So I think that, that it's really important to, you know, make sure that you're going out there and just trying to be as interactive as possible, trying to get as involved as you possibly can, because I think that that'll give you the best chance to get to meet the guys. And also, If you are going to sleep late, I mean, I'm sorry, if you're going to sleep early, you know, waking up late, you're not going to really have a good chance of seeing the guys. Honestly, Chandler and I went to sleep so late every night and woke up super early the next morning, every single day of the, the, you know, the cruise, because we just knew that that was going to be our best chance because we just did everything that we possibly could. So... I think that if the guys do another cruise, which I hope that they are, of course, then, you know, you know, everyone that either had a good time or didn't have a good time gives them a chance to go on the cruise again and, you know, just try your best to be as interactive as you can so that way that you can meet the guys. And Murr was like pouring everyone champagne. I can't tell you how much money he spent on champagne. Because he literally had a bottle of champagne every time I seen him. <laughs> I had at least three him. glasses from him. Did he you? Could, yeah. Oh. Karaoke. I didn't have one. Karaoke both nights and then. What, the, the first two nights? Yeah. And then, oh, the, la- the, and then the last night too. Um, like during the dance party. And you got a Polaroid picture with Sal. I did. I finally got my Polaroid with Sal. So I guess to tell the listeners um, the idea behind the Polaroid picture is because there's an episode of him and Q's podcast called What Say You, and they have one one of the things they were talking about is that Sal was going to make a cleaning business and yeah, charge Sal's people, what, $5,000 cash, straight cash. 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 And um, you get one picture, and it has to be a Polaroid picture. Yes, because he does not like digital photos, he said, in the podcast. So that was kind of just a funny thing of of going up to him and asking for a Polaroid picture. Yeah, and I did get, like, two digital photos as well with him, but, um, yes, I got my Polaroid. I was so happy, and I I had actually met him, like, a little bit earlier in the day um, and got, like, a digital photo with him, and then I was like, oh, my gosh, he might still be out there. Let me go run and get my Polaroid, so I went and got it, came back out, and I, I felt bad because I had just met him, and I felt bad taking more of his time, but I went up, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to, you know, take any more of your day, but... Um, 
you know, I really have been dying to like get a Polaroid with you. And he was like, oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. I love it. So he was so cool about it. And I just thought that that was something that I've just been wanting to do for ever, ever since I've heard that episode of the podcast. So I'm so happy that I finally got the chance to get my Polaroid with Sal. It was such a memorable thing. I have it there. The only one thing that I really, really wish that I was able to do was to have him sign it. I didn't have a pen on me and Chandler told me after the fact that Sal actually had a like a Sharpie on him and I did not know that. If I had known, I would have asked him to sign it, but that's totally okay. We are actually going to be going to Sal's stand-up show yes, um, in May. In Huntington, um, New York. Right? Yes, it's like a, Long Island. Yes, it's part of Long Island. Um, so we're hoping we'll get to meet him after the show then. I'll bring my Polaroid again you know, with me, I'll just bring it along with me one more time and hopefully, yeah, hopefully, (laughs) hopefully I'll be able to get a Polaroid with him one more time. And then that time I will definitely have him sign it. But yeah, I'm very happy that I got to get a Polaroid with him. Like I said, and like Chandler said, it was just kind of a fun, like a fun little thing I've just wanted to do for a while. So I'm very happy that I got to check that off of my bucket list. Um, What else do you want to talk about from the cruise? I guess we should talk about the fans you had. Oh. The many fans that came <laughs> up to Michelle and I. It's funny. Um, we got recognized so much on this trip, which was absolutely crazy. So some, some girl took a selfie with her. Yeah. And then the, the funny thing is, besides when she took a selfie, is that Michelle says, "Oh, I should have asked her to DM that to me." <laughs> now, being the big star she is, any other star would want to care about DMing that photo. But I'm humble. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No, I just thought it was so cool, you know, that people were recognizing me. And I was so appreciative. I don't know if anybody that watches my YouTube videos would listen, is, you know, is listening to this podcast. If you are, thank you guys so much for coming up to me. Um, Chandler, of course, kids when he says my fans, but you know, you guys are seriously so awesome. And I'm so happy that I got to meet so many of you. I mean, there was. I don't even know how many people came up to me. Um, it was so cool. There was a lot. I mean, and the, the one cool one was is the IG crew. IG. IJ. I always say IG. I'm a Y. <laughs> uh, IJ the crew. So those two people that were filming a highlight reel for it, and they had like host uh, name tags um, from Impractical Jokers. Their names. Yeah, for real. And they wanted to take a high reel video of us. For the a video, high a highlight reel, a highlight reel video of us for the yeah, highlight reel. <laughs> yeah. Um, they came up to me and said that they recognized me from YouTube and then they saw Chandler and recognized him as well. And so they were like, oh my gosh, of course we have to get you in the video. So that was super, super cool. I can't believe I'm thinking about it now that I didn't get their names, but um, that was so, so awesome. There were so many, like seriously, and I'm not saying that to be like, oh, I'm like someone special, but there was so many people that came up to me this time and I could not believe it. It was, we had one last year. Yeah. We had one last year that recognized Chandler and I, Chad and I, (laughs) or Chad and Michelle. Yeah. She, she thought his name was Chad. Um, I think, or Chad, um, but yeah, that was so cool. So seriously guys, if anybody that does watch my YouTube videos, um, and did come up to me or, may have just or may see me in the future at a tenderloins event please 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 by all means come up and talk to me i absolutely love getting to meet all of you guys and it's so cool that you know impractical jokers and the tenderloins can do that and bring people together i feel like you guys are just all my people and it's so so cool to be able to meet you guys and you know get to talk about something that we all have in common it's so cool and it's really humbling just to see like that we are all just part of this group and I don't know. It's really cool. So thank you guys for coming up and I hope that I get to meet even more of you in the future. Um, I mean, we can talk about our little Bahamas experience. Um, Yeah. This year we went to Nassau. Yeah. So that's like the tourist area where the city's at and all. We weren't really expecting it to be like that because last year Norwegian has its own island. Right, it's Great Norwegian stir- that yeah. has their own island. Great Stirrup K. Um, yeah, so that was just an island we got dropped off at pretty much. But this year we got dropped off at a dock in Nassau, and then you had to take like boats to like other islands if you want to. You go could on, like, like you beach. could like walk to the beaches. There was some walk. local. We didn't know that though. Or, yeah, or you could take a taxi. Boat. They had taxis and stuff. Yeah, so we didn't really do much. We 
were there for like probably to 30 minutes. Yeah, it was a little bit overwhelming to me just because I wasn't really expecting it to be that way. And, you know, I don't mean to be like negative or anything, but you hear a lot of these stories and stuff in the news about going to these islands and stuff. And like, you know, if you, especially if you don't know where you are and you're kind of just out of your surroundings, you know, you're not really aware of everything that's going on. So it was just a little bit scary to me. I wasn't really about it. Chandler, I felt bad because I know that he did want to experience a little bit more and I kind of stopped us from being able to do that. But I really wasn't comfortable like there. And I'm, like Chandler said, we didn't really know while we were on the island that you could like walk to the beaches. We thought you only could like take a taxi or take the like ferry over to like these smaller islands where the beaches and stuff are. Um, we didn't realize you could walk, but we heard that all of the beaches and stuff you could walk to and just all of the beaches in general were so packed and just insanely crazy that it wasn't even like worth it to be there anyway because it was just insane. So uh, yeah, that to me doesn't seem like the best. So we didn't really stay there very long. We took some photos, walked around a little bit, saw some of the little shops right in the area where you first get off the ship. And then that was pretty much it for our Nassau Bahamas Island experience. But yeah, it was still nice. It was cool to see. The water was super blue, but uh, we didn't really do much there. So there wasn't much to talk about. And another event that happened on the first day, the first night of the cruise, is that the ship had a turnaround. And it's kind of oh, yeah. uneasy. Well, it's not that funny. Um, it's not funny at all. Why the ship? You were like, oh, yeah. But, I was saying like, oh, yeah, yeah that was no, crazy. No, no, no. I was just joking. Um, I shouldn't be joking. But anyways, the ship had a turnaround. We were in the middle of uh, uh, we were in a show, Jim Brewer. Um, he's a comedian. And first of all, can I just say the – theater that Jim Brewer was in, the Stardust Theater on the Norwegian Pearl, is at the very front of the ship. So automatically you feel everything like 20 times worse than you feel at any other part of the ship. Continue. So there was like a loud rumbling going on. And I was, I mean, I was calm because I knew it wasn't a, uh, an alarming sound because if it was an alarming sound, then alarms would have been going off. Um, but but after the show, we we were told, well, we weren't told, but I heard a guy say that we're back in Miami um, because, well, they didn't know the reason at first. They were like, oh, I think it's because of the exhaust we smelled on the boat. So so they thought we turned around just to kind of get that under control, like the exhaust kind of check out the boat. And then I, I got up for a second. I came back, and Michelle told me that we, that we – because I heard another girl say that we were in Miami, but it was because a girl had a seizure in that first night, so they had to turn around. But I believe a, a, like a rescue, like an emergency boat, came in and and picked up the girl. Like I guess we met halfway and picked up the girl. Um, so that was kind of like a scary event. So I hope everything's okay with I think it was a girl that it happened. Yeah, I don't so, even right? really know. All we know, all we heard, and we're not even sure. I mean, because we, we just heard someone say it was a seizure. Yeah. I guess there's no even true way for us to know if that is exactly what happened. All we know is that someone, like, got sick in our, mm. what we heard is that it was a seizure and um, that we had to turn back around to get her medical attention and that. Um, and that was hence the exhaust because they were trying to. Right, we were trying to, we had to, like, go fast. Faster. And that's, like, the noise we heard was us, like, turning around and, like. I was just very scared, honestly. I was freaking out. If you watch the vlog from the first night, you'll hear me talk about how I was having, like, some anxiety and stuff because it was, like, a loud noise, and it was, like, rumbling really bad, and it sounded like the ship was sinking. I'm not even lying. Like, it was it was a really, really scary noise, and I know that if something was wrong, of course, they were going to put the alarms on and get us out of the ship as quickly as they could, but it just was a little bit scary, and I was very uneasy and just... Ugh, it was really, really freaking me out. And Jim Brewer is just making jokes about how we were all sinking. And how you spell his name? Jim Brewer. B R E U E R. That sounds about right, right? That is how you spell it. Um, and yeah, so that was he was just making jokes about us like sinking and all this stuff. And but that was a good segue into the 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 shows we were going to talk about. So we can start with Jim Brewer. Yeah, Jim Brewer um, is. He's hilarious. A, yeah. So we won't even go to the second night he was having. I think his was on a Wednesday or a Thursday. Um, it was on a Wednesday night, his second show, because we were like, oh, it's probably just going to be the same show and all. But he said it wasn't going to be the same show. And I think it, 
Excuse me. Yeah, and it definitely wasn't. Yeah, and the thing is, his his show was literally literally just off the crowd. We had, like yeah. what was going on. You could so, tell some of his stuff was like pre planned, but like everything that he did, he's so good at improv and just like that, yeah. pulling from the crowd. His, so good. His stuff really came a lot from the crowd and the reactions of the crowd and all that. So that was kind of like cool to like to see me, that's something like, a like that. Mark of a true yeah, comedian. Cor- yeah, I, he was just so funny. I, we, I could not stop laughing, especially the second night. The second night was so much funnier, and I could literally could not stop laughing. I think that the first night was very funny as well, but I think that the first night I it didn't seem as funny to me. I couldn't really enjoy myself no, the as first much night was hilarious because as well. of the noise. It was during the Jim Brewer show, and I I just feel like I couldn't enjoy myself because I was freaking out. I have to see. Thank you. Ooh, thank you. Um, uh, more shows out. So th- there's a show called Space Monkeys. It's not. It's called Space Monkeys, but it's not called. It's it's a spinoff of the podcast. Tell them Steve Dave, um, with who the people that host as Brian, Brian Quinn, Quinn, um, Q, Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson, and Walt Flanagan. Um, that's it, right? The only them three. Uh. I never personally listened to that podcast. Yeah, and I, I want to start listening to it. Um. There's so many episodes that's gonna be hard to catch up anyway, but I want to start listening to it anyway. Um, but they have like a segment called, I guess it would be like a segment um, called Space Monkeys. Yeah, it's yeah, it's some three. Um, it's called Space Monkeys. We can't really talk about it because we we aren't allowed to record it because it's not supposed I mean, to be spoken of. We also don't like. I didn't record any of like the actual shows, like yeah. the comedy shows either. Like you'll if you watch the vlogs, you'll see that I recorded some of like the other stuff, but like I didn't record Jim Brewer, yeah. um, anything like that. But yeah, we don't record Space Monkeys. Because and that's Space why we're- Monkeys is very um high sensitive subject matters. <laughs> um the thing with that is so the first night was funny. It was very funny. They had like three people go off from the crowd, I think because they they didn't fill the seats. Um the people didn't like that they wanted weren't there the time but the second night was hilarious um the thing is if you guys know brian johnson and his um how how he likes to do his comedy i guess um he likes to sabotage and instigate against the other four guys (laughs) so brian johnson is just crazy he's so so funny but he likes instigating between the four guys so he pretty much roasts you and grinds you up and throws the guys against each other and all that he has so much dirt on them up here's the thing if you want to listen to what space monkey's like just listen to tell him steve dave and just picture it being like even crazier i'm sure it's the same it's the same type of comedy style and it's just a little bit crazier on space monkeys they just don't care like they just talk about whatever they want and i think that's what makes us enjoy it so much because it's just so like unfiltered and raw and we just love it so much but yeah we of course are not going to ever record anything that they don't want us to record when they showed us little snippets of the movie didn't record when they told us not to record any of the shows didn't record it just ha- like if you ever go on a cruise on the IJ cruise and you know they tell you to do something like that or if you ever go to a live show or something and There's they tell you not to do that it. please just respect that that's yeah, all yeah i think that second night it was Brian Johnson it was Q it was Joe Salmer um, Jiggy, Jim Brewer, Casey Jost, and Joan Bergio. Joan Bergio. Joan Bergio said like two words doing it. <laughs> but um, um, he's still funny too. I just looked but, up Tom Steve Dave and said number of episodes. Guess how many episodes? 428. Okay, good good guess. <laughs> nah, I knew I knew there were so many though. I knew there were like up there. Yes, I did because I looked it up because I was going to start listening to it and I saw how many episodes there were. That's why I just said in this podcast that there's so many episodes it's going to be hard to catch up with them. Okay. um but yeah because i looked it up okay um but yeah that was space monkeys and what you doing right now i'm just scrolling you don't want to talk about the other shows yeah what else are we talking about um so we had the tenderloin show of course that we already talked about a little bit so they just went over their um their shows is a lot they do comedy and then they show uh like segments of videos. Yeah, I talked about this cruise already. I meant this show already. Well, I was just saying like the previous like comedy uh, shows. Yeah. So that's what it was. It was just some showing that like we said the Joker's Afro, the Joker's Wild, um, segment. So that was very funny. And then they showed a clip from the movie. Did you say that? They showed a clip from the movie. I did. Um, we had the tour opening showcase. So with that, it's everyone that opens for the Tenderloin. So the. The five are Casey Jost, Jiggy, uh, Mike Fenora, 
J.F. Harris and Chris Johnston, and they are all so funny. Literally um, hilarious. Um, who was your Who was your favorite? Who's your favorite out of them? Um, it's they they the comedy so much different than it's it's hard to choose. Yeah, like. like Casey Jones did a lot of like his all his comedy was like off of music. Yeah. Um, he like he like rapped like songs. Yeah, like in a comedian co- comedian way, comic way. I don't know comedic to, comedic <laughs> comedic way. Uh, Jiggy had two different skits. I think they all did. Besides, oh, it's a skit. What's a skit? Was a skit? Yeah. You mean like a little stand-up? Like? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, I think they all did besides Casey. Casey was exactly the same. Um, Mike Fenoy, we heard some of his jokes before, but they were so funny but again. Mike Fenoy and Chris Johnson, we've seen yeah. both like, at actual Tenderloin shows. So. And I think J.F. Harris had a couple same in the two shows we saw. Yeah. But we didn't see the whole second show We because I forget where we're at. Yeah, we came late for that. Um, but again, the five are hilarious. I want to see either Casey or Jiggy live next. Oh yeah, I man, I still can't believe I, I can't believe I still didn't get a picture with Jiggy. Yeah, we see Jiggy Larry. We see Jiggy every thirty minutes on the boat, and we did not ask for a picture. <laughs> what else did we do, man? Um, we had the JV Squad cast. Um, so that's Casey so Jost and Joan Bergio's podcast. So if you listen to What Say You, they have segments called the JV, the the, the, the JV squad. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like the B team, they say. Um, but now they have, I guess, I never heard it or I never listened to it, but they have their own podcast, I guess now, called the JV Squadcast. Um, so the guests that were on this show was um, Sal David Zucker, but... We've learned that it's like Zucker or something. Zucker. I, Zucker. And um, Joe. The funny thing about that last name, Zucker, is that Sal was like, you. we we see you all the time. Well, they don't, he, David Zucker says they see him two times a, a year. <laughs> but they were like, you haven't corrected us all these years? They've known him for so many years. And he said, and David Zucker said, well, I only see you like two times a year. So it wasn't really that big of a deal. <laughs> Who's another very hilarious person? I'm looking um, at the um, photo right now, the sail away shot, and I'm trying to see if I can find myself. So you can keep talking, and I'm gonna. And David, oh, is that you? Let me say. Wait, what were you wearing on the first day? To like the right, so it'd be like the left. Is that you right there? Yeah, that looks like me, don't it? Wait, yeah. is that me? Let me see. Hold on. It looks like me, doesn't it? Yeah, that has to be me. Yeah, because that's a really that person has a really big head. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> There's no way. Like, look at how big that head is compared to. It's everyone. not that big. Wait, were we not standing? Next no, remember to each other? because I couldn't get up to you. Oh yeah, where was I though? You were like to the right more. Is that me right there? That is me right where, there. Where, right where, here, right here. Another big head. Oh, I'm right behind Sal. Uh, well, segue into David oh, that Zucker. Is me. They had a screening of Scary Movie Three, who David Zucker directed. Which I did not know that he directed that movie. But anyways, because I didn't know him until last year. But they had a Q&A after. And they kind of just talked about the movie and showed like slideshows of the scenes and all that. But what are you doing? I was looking at Q's tweets. Continue. Oh, okay. Um, hashtag BQ Quinn. Um, but... The, uh, what are you laughing at? What is wrong with you? I had a hiccup. It was a hiccup. Why'd you laugh? I didn't laugh. It was, I had a hiccup. But I think I think when they were doing the Q&A, I forget how it came up, but Joe was talking about how his family had crossings and came to New Jersey, which was very cool to learn. And the next time we see him, I have to ask him. Um, like how that all happened and if yeah. he has family living in Camden or like or like, like what's I, the roots because the there? thing is like my mom's side of the family like is from Camden yeah and then we're explaining Camden's right next to like where we live at yeah so. yeah it's like you know not very far from like where we live now and so that's really cool because I mean if his like whatever it was like his great grandmom or grandmom I for, or something. I forget. It was so confusing because I think Sal didn't even understand it. Yeah. Sal I was for, like, wait, what are you talking about? I forget about? what it was. I think it was like his grandpa or something like lived in Camden and, or his grandmom, I mean, like lived in Camden. And that's where like my grandparents, like on my mom's side grew up. So I think that, that would be so cool to hear, like if they were there at the same time and just to see like if, if, there is any like crossover connection of them knowing each other or anything 
So yeah, that that's really cool. I couldn't when I heard that I was like, oh, what? That's Yo, so crazy. I was, I was really surprised. I came in New Jersey, came out of Joe's mouth. <laughs> so crazy. Um, another thing with Joe is he has a he does a thing called traffic cam. Um, so with that, traffic cam. It's time for the traffic cam. Traffic cam, it's time for the traffic cam. Time for traffic cam, it's time for the traffic cam. Time for traffic cam. It's time for the traffic cam. Okay. So he does that. Um, so he does it. He does a uh, a live, like what is it, a Facebook live or Instagram live? Or no, you said on Twitter. He does right? it on Twitter. I, I mean, that's where I usually see it. I, I've never personally said I need to start following because I haven't been on Twitter. I literally just went back on Twitter. I downloaded the Twitter app yesterday. I, the, literally, literally, the only reason I go on Twitter is to is for the guys. Like I never go on Twitter for yeah. Because I wanted to see else. what was going on with them. So because I, I didn't even follow them. That's how long I haven't been on Twitter. Because I don't think I've tweeted since 2016. And I wasn't, like, a big Impractical Jokers fan back then. I knew who they were, but I wasn't, like, big with them, um, like, back then. So I didn't even follow, I just followed him yesterday. Um, but anyways, he does traffic cam, and he does he answers questions, and he plays music and, like, dances in the car. Um, but I guess you don't show expect too many out of him because he, he has a shorter commute now from work. He only did a send in traffic from work, but now he lives in New Jersey. Does so he I guess live in New Jersey? Yeah, I thought he lived in New Jersey, so. I don't know. I said I'm not sure if he definitely does. Um, they got to check that out. So much fun. Um, Mur had a book reading of his new book, uh, The Obl- Obliteration. Yes. Is it the in the beginning? The know. Obliteration? I just know it's something Obliteration. Yeah. So him and Casey Jost, who is the uh, a produ- uh, a pro- like a head writer. Not a, is he the head writer? Yeah, he's the head, he's writer. head writer. And Bryce Jost. He, he's the head writer. Um, his brother is Colin Jost, who is the head writer of SNL, Saturday Night yeah. Live. Um, but Joan Berger is a writer, too, on the show, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's a comedy producer. He's a comedy Because they're not union. <laughs> um, but he, Casey Joseph hosted the book reading with Murr, and Murr just read a chapter of his book and had a and a with that. Michelle was going to ask a question, but then she was too late to ask him a question. Yeah, because they only asked like three questions. You asked, or you asked a question at David Zucca, right? Yeah. Um, I did think of a good question I wanted to ask Mer though afterwards. So next time I see him, I'm gonna have to ask. I'm not uh, saying it on here so no one could steal it. <laughs> Another thing was cooking with Jiggy. So so Jiggy, who is a, one of the openers for the guys, um, comedian. He he's a chef. Jiggy, so. if you ever listen to this, I'm booking you for my wedding. Yeah, we're booking you. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, he she said for her wedding, so maybe that wasn't with me. So no. I guess I guess if we're together, you'll see me. I have to keep waiting. <laughs> oh jeez. Um. So cooking with G, he's a chef. So he made a uh. He called it a killer bee margarita. Mm-hmm. It was a margarita. Um. He made me- Mediterranean chicken. Um. With like a yogurt sauce, and he made um. Couscous, couscous salad. salad. That's right. That's it, right? Yeah. He made. So everyone got a uh, a margarita. So they were very good. Good, but strong. Yeah, Michelle's a little strong. She's not big. She's not big on that. Literally, so. all the alcohol I drank this year was free, except for my mudslide. Yeah. I think I'll say free Every- because I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else that I drank this year was free. All the glasses of champagne that I had. The margarita or martini, whatever. And then it was. the shot. And the then beginning. the shot in the beginning. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really. It wasn't a shot because it was like a drink, so it's not like a. Sh- okay, it okay. was a shot. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, it was. Gosh. That was called the Larry Long Island. Larry, Larry has the end for the Joe's drink. Larry. Okay, there you go. Um, <laughs> so cooking with Jiggy. So we all got a margarita. It's called Killer B. And was then. Was it a martini? Was it a martini? What's the difference? I don't know. Honestly. We're not Maybe big it was drinkers. A you can't <laughs> tell. Um, I just drank my RNA spirit. That was so good. Yeah, my butt slide was mad good. Oh, um, it was good. And then he made a Mediterranean chicken with a couscous salad. I did not try which, that. Which I tried. It was very good. He had like a yogurt salt that was amazing. I'm vegan. So me and Joe could not eat it. Yeah, Joe. Joe was a little upset that he couldn't couldn't have the. The salad, I think, the, or the, not the salad, the chicken. The, the salad had what he he said, olive oil and lemon juice on it. Yeah, right. We have to try that. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, and then Q was like with them as well. Q and Joe were there. Yeah. Um, another one was. The oh my first. gosh! Can we say 
after cooking with Jiggy, we stayed in that room. We had like really bad seats for cooking with Jiggy. And then after that, they were doing this JV Squad cast, uh, which is the show we already talked about with uh, Joe Ambergio and Casey Jost. And then uh, Sal was there and David Zucker. David Zucker and uh, Joe was there for a little bit too. But um, we were, it was in that same room. And like a lot of people were leaving after cooking with Jiggy. So we moved over to like better seats. And then Chandler got up to go to the bathroom. And I was like, Oh, like I wanted to record something. And so I was like, oh, like I'll just wait. Chandler has my camera. He gets back and I'm like, oh, Chan, um, can I have the camera? Like, where's the camera? I was like, what? what? <laughs> like, I don't have your camera. So you were recording the Cooking with Jiggy. And she took it from me in the elevator prior to getting the Cooking with Jiggy because I was playing with the legs <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> I legitimately thought that he had it. Like, I thought that I that he still had it, like, on the seat with him. Because I started standing up at one point during Cooking with Jiggy because I literally could not see anything. And I thought he had it, and apparently he didn't. And so my camera was lost and missing, and move your big head. And It's not like we're on camera. Yeah, but it's in my way. <laughs> and um, so I went over, and I started asking people that worked there if – they had seen it. Nobody saw it. And then I started crying. And Chris Johnston, one of the comedians, saw me crying. And I was, like, really just upset and sad. And, and I was about to get up to go look for her because she just left the room. And I was like, but I didn't want to get up at the same time. Because I know once I got up, she was going to be walking back in. And she was like, really? Really? Lost our seats? We had good seats for everything besides, like, cooking with Jiggy. Yeah, and that's because we got there late because yeah. we woke up super yeah, late. Yeah, that's the only... Night- that we really slept in because the first thing that we had to do wasn't until 12. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that. Um, but they, the someone event. turned it in. Six someone man, that works. Six man yeah, who, for six who men. is the work, who works for the Norwegian cruise, works for the, the show for their cruise, um, turned it in. So um, thank you, whoever thank turned you, it six in. Thank you, six man. Hashtag live loud. I was legitimately crying, so thank you so much. <laughs> um, another show um, was the first time on Master Ron Bennington. That was um, so great. Yeah, Ron Bennington is a comedian, a, like um, a radio, radio host, show. radio show host. Um, Sirius XM. It's called Unmasked. So, wait, is that the show? It's yeah, called it's called Unmasked, Unmasked oh, okay. with Ron Bennington. Okay. Um, that was a pretty cupcake. Yeah, I'm watching <laughs> cupcake videos. <laughs> um, so um, that was kind of just a lot of it was just kind of promoting the movie and talking about the movie and how... They got started with it. Oh, going back from that, when David Zucker was, when they did their Q&A with them, um, they David Zucker said that, well, the guy said, oh, David David Zucker, is it is it true that um, it, you put the best stuff in the trailer or the worst stuff in the trailer? Not the worst stuff, but like not the best stuff in the trailer. And because and they were like, they were like, people said it should be the best stuff in the trailer, but the guys are like, we did the opposite because we didn't want to give away all our jokes. And David Zucker pretty much said, you guys are the idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and so you always put the best stuff in the trailer. And then you could really tell that the guys were just like, oh, like, shoot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we just messed up this movie. <laughs> but, like, in my opinion with that, though, even though I mean, I'm not in film or producing or any of that, directing, um, I think it's... I think it's different if you're going to a movie and not knowing what it is, really. Um, like, if you just want to go see a random movie. But, like, the people that's going to go see the Impractical Jokers movie is more of fans. Because you're probably not going to see a lot of people that don't know who they are and be like, oh, let's go see this movie. Um, because it's a, it's a fan show, I feel like. So... I feel like because Sal was like, well, hoping like word of mouth spreads and gets people to go say it. And I think that's that's right. How that's going to work when people see the movie, they're going to be talking about it and they're going to they're going to have that word of mouth. That's just my opinion. But yeah, I think what they did was I think the way they went about it, you know, I don't think it hurts them. I think that it's the same thing like I feel like I would have done. Like, I understand exactly what they're saying. They did the show's it that about, way. It's about pranks. Right, they did it that way because I feel like they're aware that it's not going to be a lot of just random people going to see the show. It's going to be mostly fans and stuff. So since they know that it's going to be a group of fans going to see the show, first of all, like I said earlier when I was talking about people recognizing me from YouTube and stuff, I feel like we're a family, you know? Like, we came yeah, together would, as a group. So, so, like, I think Sal said this, that, you know, he wanted us to be able to 
have that group reaction to all of the fantastic stuff that's going to be happening in the movie. And so because of that, because they know their audience and because they know that most of the people going to see the movie are going to be people that are already fans of the show, they wanted to save the best stuff for us. And that trailer is already so funny. Right. So I really don't know how much funnier it can get, (laughs) but I can't wait. Yeah. So I, I get what they're saying. And I mean, I'm so excited for it. Um, so yeah, the unmastered Ron Bennington was kind of just going over the movie and stuff and how they got started yeah. and you know how long they see themselves doing it. And the thing is that they said they're go- they won't stop doing it. They made a pact bef- before they started doing this and said we will stop doing this and when we stop having fun. And I can't see them not having fun. Yeah. Like ever. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, you, no one knows like what someone else is going through, but you could just tell like the level of genuine happiness that most of them feel like most of the time. Like, I mean, I feel like Sal was so genuinely happy on this trip and it, it made me so like, it brought me so much joy. And like, I feel like Joe and Murr always like <laughs> just living their best yeah. life. But like Sal was so excited. And like I said, we didn't really get to see Q that much. So like, who knows? Um, but you could just see like Sal was around so much. That's why I'm talking about him. But like, you could see how happy he was. And like, I feel like these guys love what they do. And, you know, like I said, you we don't know what anyone else's life is like, but from what they show us, they seem like they love what they do. So I hope that that means that they'll be around for a very long time. And then I think the last show we went to was – well, it wasn't the last show we went to. The last thing we need to talk about is Family Feud after the Bahamas Day. Yes. Um, so they they had um, – two. They, they picked – Five people for each team, so a total of ten, and then they had the four guys. Um, they split them up in two teams. It was hosted by Joey Fatone and this guy from Six Man that they called Bear. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so they hosted it, and the the guy Bear had the Steve Harvey mustache on, <laughs> um, which is kind of funny. But the the mustache was white, <laughs> so, so um. But they played Family Feud, so that was real, that was really funny. And Sal was like, I guess Sal's a big Family Feud guy, and he was like hyped to do this. And one of their team picked him to do that the final round when you had to pick two people to participate in the last game. And Sal killed it too. <laughs> Sal, Sal killed it, and like I think he still had two more answers, and he got like already over like a hundred, two hundred points. Well, he got over a hundred personally. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. So that was so mu- that was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, um, and I'm a. I love. Game show. I love Family Feud. Yeah. Man, so that was really fun. That was so cool. So I think that's all the shows. Um, I guess to wrap things up. The um, wrap thing. The, the the wrap things up. To wrap things up. Oh, to wrap things up. <laughs> um, I think the one cool thing that that really really hit us is that the last night we were at karaoke till about two two thirty. And, yeah. Or maybe it was like one thirty two. Well, they did like karaoke yeah. until like like twelve thirty, and then they did like the yeah. dance party with the like DJs. A, yeah, they had like a DJ battle. Um, so I think the cool thing about it, we went to the buffet after, and um, there Mer weren't was, very many people at the buffet, but yeah, and and Mer was at Mer was with like his family and friends, and I think some of the crew. Um, they were kind of just hanging out for a little bit, and we were still sitting there, but Mer got up, um, and he he literally went to every table. And said goodnight and made, and was telling people to um, like thank you get for home, coming yeah, and, and get, get home, home safe. safe and he and personally that. thanked everyone like yeah. at the table. And I think that's like a like a really good trait of him that he has. Yeah. Um, and that like we like we said, the this ship was pretty much just family on the boat. Yeah. Like we're, we're one big family. We all came here for one thing. That's the thing with this cruise. I, if you're going on the cruise, I don't I, I don't want you to expect to to have a normal cruise if you've been on cruises because right. you're really not there for the cruise. You're just on the water, like, just watching these shows and being yeah. with the guys 24-7. So it's not like a normal cruise with, like, nightclubs and stuff going on like that. It's, like, just... They have their own variation of yeah. these types of things, but you're there for the experience of Correct. being with these comedians, being with these artists, being with the guys. So, yeah, so, like, like we're one big family, and they know that we're one big family, and we came here to support them and it was just cool that Murr came around to everyone like he said he literally came through the buffets multiple times he came through shows saying have I got a picture with everyone making that his mission and then him just making his mission to make sure everything everyone got home safely thanking them for coming and you know 
stuff like that. So that yeah. was kind of cool that he did that. Yeah. And the guys rip up on, on him a lot, you know, like make fun of him and stuff like, oh, I'm Murr from Impractical Jokers yeah. and stuff. And, you know, of course, that's all fun and games and they joke around. But like that's seriously one of my favorite traits because I feel like he realizes the impact that he has on people. And I think there's a difference between being conceited about that and just being thankful and appreciative of that and showing that appreciation towards your supporters. And I think Murr does a really good job of doing that because he really just showed everyone truly how much he cares about them by coming up and saying thank you, literally coming up to each and every single one of our tables just to say goodnight and to say thank you and to get home safe. Like that's so cool. And you don't see a lot of people in the spotlight doing something like that. So we were so thankful for that, honestly. And I'm sure Murr will never listen to this, but Murr, if you do ever happen to listen to this, thank, thank you. you. Seriously, it, it was so cool. And we thank are, you to everyone. Yeah, we're so grateful for that. And of course, you know, like Chandler just said, like, thank you to all of the guys um, because, like, you know, you guys all seriously show us all the time how much you're appreciative of us. And we're so grateful for that. But that moment in particular really stuck out to us with Murr because that was just such a super cool moment. Yeah, and they it, they impact so many people on an everyday basis. Um, they like I like to say that they they save people's lives and just just makes makes people know that's going through a hard time that it's 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 okay to be not okay. Yeah, but you will get through it, and there's no need to um, think of any thoughts negative thoughts because they will help you get through it. Like there's there's people that that on the ship that you know, might be going through a hard time and stuff, but these guys, you can just tell by, like, following them or, like, saying the reaction that these guys make everything better for them. And that's, I know for you, Michelle, that's yeah. something that hits home with you. Um, and it, it even hits home with me. I was like, if I feel like if I'm ever going through a rough time, I'll just turn the TV on and they're always on TV, so I'll just throw that on and it'll make me be okay. Um, so th- they, I think... They don't know how well. I think they do know, like now, for being yeah. like so big now. But like, I think sometimes before, it's still hard for them to like them understand to that. But like, Q was a firefighter saving people's lives every day, right? And like I said, we we found out that he saved someone from a, a elevator filling with water. He had to pull someone up out of elevator. That's so. And crazy. I feel like, I feel like on Q, it's harder for him to realize that he's saving people's lives. Like I don't think he looks at himself in this position as still being a hero, yeah, even because, though he it is. Yeah, just in a different way. And like I said, he. He impacts people on a daily basis. They 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 all impact everyone on a daily basis. And I just want to say, um, thank you to the guys for doing that, and to anyone that's having a hard time out there, that it's okay not to be okay. And if you tune into these guys, I promise you that they will make everything better for you. Um, they're just they're just the the four nicest, funniest, um, respectable people that I've ever met. And yeah. I will always be by the size and follow them until they decide to call it quits on it, which I hope they never do. I hope they're doing this till they're 100 years old. Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to say thank you to them. Yeah, it really is so true. And like Chandler said, it really does hit home for me. Like, they are those people for me that I can credit with getting me through some of those darkest moments in my life. And I've talked about this in some of my YouTube videos as well. But, you know, my dad passed away this year will be 10 years and you know Joe especially like really reminds me so much of my dad and just the way his personality is and just the person that he is like it's so it's crazy how much he reminds me of him but they have truly just gotten me through some of the hardest times and you know if if you're into their type of comedy and stuff like Chandler said they really are it's like they just man they can just impact you so um yeah, if you're not into like their type of comedy, then you might not enjoy what they do. But if you are down for like the type yeah. of jokes and stuff that they uh, have, yeah. and I don't want to promise, uh, I should, I should say, I, should, I won't, pr- I, I shouldn't promise you that everything be okay. But it's just they, we've you seen have how they have yeah. helped so many people, and it's you, like you have to get into it to know like how they are. And I pro- like there's one thing I can promise is that once you start watching them, you'll love them. Like yeah. watching their comedy on TV or like even seeing their stand up. It's because they're so relatable. Yeah. Like if once you get into like the people that they are, like they just remind you of people in your life and all of that. And that's why people enjoy them so much. So, you know, if you are going through a tough time or whatever, give them a chance. Listen to them because, you know, obviously we can't promise that everything will be okay. We can't promise that they're gonna be those people for you, but we've seen them be those people for so many other people. Mm-hmm. And they always give life advices. Yeah. And like Joe had a, an event 
yeah. given life advice yeah. for that. So They're just great people, so give them a chance. And if they're the type of people that you're into, I really truly do think that you will fall in love with them just the same way that so many other people have. Anything, any other last thoughts? I think that's it. That's what I just, no, I just got to say that th- that these are the best vacations. The last two two years going on this cruise is the best vacation I ever had. And I think it will always be the best vacation as long as they're doing this cruise. Um, like you said earlier today, um, that Disney's your favorite place on earth, but you will never have more fun than being on this cruise. Yeah, it's, and it's, that's, a, that's a hard thing to say knowing you. <laughs> if you know me, you know my love for Disney. Um, but, yeah, it's just such a such a unique experience, and you don't get to have those types of opportunities unless you go on the cruise. So whenever they do their next one, I'm not going to say if they do a next one because they're going to. I'm putting it no, out in the universe. Are. Um, I don't think they're doing one next year from what we've heard. Yeah, we've just heard like rumors, like rumors of like going gossip, on. like of other people on the cruise saying this. Obviously, we don't know how true that is because we're not, you know, part of their crew. But yeah. um, that's just like what we've heard gossip. So if that is true, that's unfortunate. Um, also, we haven't heard anything yet. Like last year, as soon as we got off the ship, we heard right away that there was going to be another cruise. We haven't heard anything yet. So we don't know what's going on or when. But and I'm putting it out into the universe now that they are doing another one. Yeah, and I think they just want the build up to it again. Right. Um, to the excitement of it, to cause they did it for the past what two, three years. They've done a total of four. I, don't, two, I, forget. I, I forget where they took a break at. They took one break, but I think they they just want to have the build up again and have the excitement of people. Yeah, and just be patient and be here sooner than you guys know it. And if you guys are interested in the Practical Jokers, if you haven't ever watched them before and you want to start watching them, they come on True TV and they have a new season out right now that they're showing every Thursday night at ten o'clock. Um, but it, this is the second half of season eight. The second half of season eight. Season and nine, on, I think, will be out later this year. Yeah, and they're on um, on demand. Um, so if you if you never watched them before, give them a chance, and I recommend going on the cruise because like I gotta say it's gonna be the best time you've ever had. Yeah, and don't forget that the movie comes out this week as well, so be sure to go get your tickets for that. They are showing the movie early at some theaters. Like We're going on Thursday, a day early. Yes. Um, So we will be seeing them on the 20th. Um, And we have so many things coming up involving the guys. We're going to um, their live podcast. We're going to South Stand-Up Show. Um, Of course, the movie. Then they have their new live tour coming out this summer. So we're going to definitely be trying to go to that as well. There's so much stuff coming up with the guys and um, we are not complaining. We are very excited about it. Yeah. And I did make just recent. We do have the Instagram. um, What's it? On a Hill Podcast. Yes. At On the Hill Podcast. Um, I did just make a Twitter for the page today, so we will be updating that. And we will be posting pictures and videos of the cruise yes. um, on them pages um, as well. And we do want to apologize for <laughs> the few weeks that we were missing, um, but we we are aware that... We will be know, back next week. <laughs> we will be back. Um, I, I don't even have a reason why I can't come up with any excuses. Um, things just get in the way. Life gets in the way. So uh, we're sorry that we were missing for a little bit, but we are going to try our very best to be as consistent as we possibly can because uh, we know how annoying it is when a podcast isn't consistent. So we're going to try our very best with that. But yes, like we said for today, we did just want to talk about the Impractical Jokers cruise, a little bit about that and how much that meant to us and how awesome it was. So if you guys enjoyed and have never seen Impractical Jokers, please, of course, feel free to go check them out. They are absolutely amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening to this today. Like Chandler said, be sure to go check out our Instagram. It's at On A Hill Podcast. Also, be sure to check out our personal Instagrams as well. Mine is at Michelle Montfordo and Chandler's is at CDunoff6. Also, like we mentioned earlier in the, this podcast, we do also have some YouTube channels as well. So my YouTube page is just Michelle Montfordo and me and Chandler's vlog channel on YouTube is just Michelle and Chandler. So please be sure to check both of those out. Subscribe to our channels, give some of our videos a thumbs up, comment on the videos. We would love to get to know you guys a little bit better. 
Like we said, also, we do have some old Impractical Jokers videos up on both of our channels. And of course, we will have some new stuff coming out, all of the vlogs from this cruise, as well as some sit-down videos that we will be having on both of the channels. So make sure to subscribe so that you guys can be the first ones to know about when all of those new videos are being posted. And we will love to see you guys there, get to know you better. And like I said, if I see anyone that may listen to this or, you know, whatever, um, if you guys, if we see you anywhere, of course, we don't know when the next cruise will be, but if we see you at any of the live shows or anything like that, please be sure to come up and say hi to us, say hello. We would love to get to meet you guys. I know you a little bit better. It's so cool getting to do that. And I just love that IJ can do that for people. So please be sure to come up and say hi because we would love to make some new friends. And maybe we'll meet you on a hill. No, I had to throw it. Good ending. Good ending. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.